It wasn't Jesus that healed the woman that touched his garment. She said, that's what I want to do. She said in her heart, there was no scripture for it. She said, but if I just touch his garment, I'll be made well. So she sits around, touched his garment, and run back in the congregation and stand there looking around. Someone said, what makes you get up so quick, brother? Jesus said, who touched me? He said, well, a whole lot of Everybody's trying to touch you, the apostle said. He said, but strength went from me. Right. See? Now that strength that went out somewhere, somebody touched the real faith. Jesus, now that wasn't, what, what operated that? Now watch what Jesus said. He looked around over the audience to see where it was, that strength was pulled from him. He seen the woman. He said, by faith is faith. Now that blood issue's gone. See? Now what? Thy faith has required, see, your own power of faith has pulled from the supernatural God the desire of your heart. Yeah. See? It's your faith that does it, not my faith. If my faith is doing it, I'll pull every little child out of the audience tonight and bring them up here and make them well. Little children anyhow. See? I was good. But it's not my faith that does it, it's your faith that does it. It's not me that knows it, I'm just a man. But it's the gift of God. See? It's Him that does it. It's not me you're pulling at, it's Him you're pulling at. And He is in the supernatural when your faith pulls like that. I just become a mouthpiece to him. When he breaks forth something, kills the vision, then that's just something. Now, I'm another, to the scientists, another dimension. The sixth sense, the fourth dimension, or whatever you want to call it. To me, the Holy Spirit. That's right. Surrender. I hear a sense woman. I'm an Anglo-Saxon. She's an Ethiopian <coughs> in origin. Almost exactly the same picture that when Jesus talked to a woman at the well. He was a Jew and she was a Samaritan. Is that right? <clears throat> I don't know you do, I lady. I've never seen you. I know nothing about you. Never seen you in my life. Is that right? This is our first time ever meeting or knowing anything of one another. Is that right? Here it is. Now, what could I do? We're the same blood, she being Ethiopian and me, uh, the Anglo-Saxon, the Chinese, the yellow man, we're all one blood. If each one can transfuse the blood for the plasma. But you can't transfuse your blood by an animal, it has to be by human. Alright? Then the same blood that was bursted at Calvary to make the waters of separation to separate me from my sin, bursted for her to separate her. The same blood that separated me from my sickness is sure to separate her. The same blood that gives me the desire in my heart for things that I needed for the kingdom of God can do the same for her. Now there's only one thing can happen now. Something has to happen beyond the senses of human beings to declare to this woman what's wrong or what she's here for. If he will, I don't say that he will. But I believe he will, because it's that anointing is on me. He, he's on me now. This very angel of God that you see this life. I just my even my face is feeling like it's that face. 
just uh, taking over. See? That's the reason I feel faith for you in the audience. Just words it out, I don't know. But it's faith. As soon as you catch that, it's just something happens. Now, lady, if you just walk out of here, I'll just talk to you just a moment. Now, you and I being total strangers to each other, and if you've heard me on the, of the uh, talking to the people, then therefore there has to be something happening. Isn't that right? If I would, if I'd say, well, um, uh, just guess something, it's, well, you're here to um, ask me uh, uh, whether you should join this church or that, or something like that, or whatever, whatever you're here for, I don't know. See? And you know that I don't know it because I have no way of knowing it. But if God will reveal to me by His Son, Jesus Christ, according to His Word, that what you're here to ask me, or what I can do for you, if He'll reveal it, would you accept that I have told you the truth in this year being, being the angel of the Lord would reward you for it? Now, I want to... You see, that looks like a million fire. That's what the scientists said is the test today and so forth. And it is. It's a name of life. But I, I just want to say something to you now. You're conscious that there's something going on that's not by man. Isn't that right? It's not, now, what it is, that feeling that you feel, it's not me. I'm just the man. But it's, that's what it is right there. It's in another world. Just like coming through here is, is radio, television, pictures coming right to us too. But it can't capture it, you see, because we're not made for that. But we are made to hold the Holy Spirit. And in there, it begins to draw a picture, like the, the tube in the, the television. And then it breaks forth through human eyes. Now I see by God's television, God's vision of what your trouble is. Then it's Him. That's the doing. You believe that? Now, if he will reveal it, you'll accept it to give you your desire. Between you and I, I see something bleeding, blood. And I see the examination shows that that's a, that's a tumor, a bleeding tumor. Very serious. That is true. See how our Heavenly Father knows things? Now, you, you understand what that feeling is here? That's Him. Then if you're looking this way again, you're a married woman. And your husband is not well healed. You believe that God can reveal to me what's wrong with your husband? You do? Sure. Yes, Kyle. Is that right? Here's another thing. You're trying to get your husband to become a real Christian. Isn't that right? That's right. that satisfy you this year? I'll go over and see what you've asked for. (laughs) 
You believe? Just be reverent. Just believe. Now, before I get too caught away, I want to ask you something. There should be every person in here should receive it right now. If man comes and says anything, and God doesn't back it up, it's wrong. But if he, God backs it up, you, you're doubting God then. So you're not doubting me no longer. You could doubt me ten minutes ago, but you can't doubt me now. Next, the person you're doubting now is God. The scientific reason, the scientific proving of it, and the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit. what the Lord Jesus did for this Ethiopian woman? Well, that he can do the same for you if he so desires to do You believe that, do you? Now, he's no respected person. He beat you just like he was to her. He loves you just like he loves her. He can do the same for you that he did for her. You just come out of the hospital. And it was in your, up here in your lungs, is your trouble. You've been in there several days. To be exact, about 13 days is how long you've been in the hospital. You're Mrs. Bishop, aren't you? I hear the doctor call you that when you come to your bedside. Now you're going to get well, Mr. <laughs> Go in an orgy. Nothing at all that I can do to help you, or just be no more than what 
maybe your own child or your husband or your brother or your loved one or whatever it might be, anything. That's the only thing that I could do would be come here just as a man. But I would be to you a point of contact to find the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that true? Yes. All right, sir. You um, you can give that to Billy. I did. Or you give it to him. All right. Now, I want to talk to you just a moment. And you are you're suffering. It's a it's a condition, a lady's condition, and just be about your age to have this. But one of the main things you're here for is for somebody else, and that's a brother. A son-in-law, and he, I think it was a uh, young fellow, yeah. and uh, you believe he's going to get well? Oh, yes, I believe you believe that he's going to be healed? With all your heart? Well, come here. Father God, I bless her and bless her loved one, and may she go from here tonight a normal, well woman. Granted, in Jesus Christ's name, I ask it. Amen. God bless you. Go on your road. Have two friends you were standing for. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. If you can believe it. You believe it with all your heart? You believe that, that God is here to heal you and uh, to make you well? You have someone you're standing for, too. That's a polio case. Bad. Sickness. Stop right by behind you there, see. Just a minute. Pull that little fella out, that little boy. Come before me, then. It's right down in here. That lady sitting there with arthritis, that part is sitting right down there. God bless you, and the other sitting there next to sinus trouble. You believe with all your heart the Lord Jesus makes you well? All right, stand up, you're both healed. <laughs> Let's say praise be to God. Just believe with all your heart. You can have what you want. God bless you, ladies. That's the way to believe. All right. Come with reverence. Come believing with all your heart. How do you do, sir? Do you believe with all your heart? Oh, now I see the vision. I know our Heavenly Father would grant us. You've got a leg that's been broken. Isn't that right? And you've got a little grandson or something, a little child or something that's deaf and dumb or something like that. Isn't that right? 
That's exactly. Now you go on your road rejoicing, you're going to get what to ask for. Let's say praise the Lord. Give the Holy Spirit a chance that will come here. You believe with all your heart. Now it's setting up all over the buildings everywhere. It's just coming everywhere. This supper was nervous trouble. You have neuritis, arthritis, both. There's something connected to you about a minister. You must be a minister's wife. You are a preacher's wife. I hope you feel just God bless you, brother. That's that spirit of man. Now, just a minute. I see a pulpit. I see a man again. It's a, it's a minister. He's sitting right down in here, and he's suffering with a rupture, sitting right down there. A minister of the gospel that has a rupture. Believe, my dear brother, do you believe with all your heart? And you can get well also. And you believe with all your heart? Then you can be healed. Now you go on your own rejoicing. Let's say praise the Lord. Have faith. The lady with her hand up there with the high blood pressure, you don't have to worry about it. The more Jesus Christ makes you whole. Amen. God bless you. There's the lady sitting right back there with uh, the gallbladder trouble. You don't have to worry about that anymore. It's just here. Lord Jesus Christ makes you whole. Why is here to make every one of you whole if you believe it? Like, do you believe it? Do you believe the water of separation is now upon you? Brother and sister, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm your brother. This whole building's becoming illuminated just now with the powers of Almighty God. Do you believe with all your heart? Let's stand to your feet right now where you get in while the water's in trouble. Let's pray. Everybody raise up your hands, everyone. Raise up your hands. Raise up your hands down the prayer line here. Just a minute. Oh, what a time! This is it, friends! This is it, I believe every one of you is healed. The whole place is fading away and turning all kinds of colors out on the audience. Oh, Jesus, Son of God, I rebuke every spirit of Satan. Take it away from the Lord in Jesus Christ's name. Come out, Satan. Give God praise. Raise up your hands. Praise Him and rejoice to be healed every one of you for God's Don't pray a while, Mom. And she said, well, help yourself. Now I went into the room, knelt down there and began to pray. And I prayed till about one o'clock. And I raised up and I thought, well, I believe I'll wander on up home. And then I looked in the corner and I thought I'd seen Mother's chair close, something white. But instead of it being there, it was that light moving, coming towards me. And when I, it got on me, I looked and I seen a little old house, what we call shotgun house, little two or three rooms straight in a row. And so, and I walked up to it going from the south to the north, and when I got into the place that had red paper on the wall, little old poster bed, and a little boy laying there 
He had a little bitty tiny lips and he had a little blue overalls all like and his little body was twisted around and around and around. His little arms wound up against his side, each leg twisted around. And his body twisted, but it looked like something had been holding from right here and twisted his body up to here. And I thought, oh, mercy. This must be one of them. I didn't even know it was visions. I'd just been taught that it wasn't and it happened. I couldn't help it. And there I was standing there and looked a little upon and I thought, oh, my. That poor little fellow. And the father went and got it and brought it over to me. And I heard a voice standing here. I'd never seen the angel before. I'd never seen it for years after that. But I'd always hear the voice. He's standing here. So now lay your hands on the baby. And I laid my hands on the baby. And I see it hit down in the corner, drop out of his father's arms and just one, hit on one leg and it unwound. Hit on the other and it unwound. Then the rest of his body unwound. And then he come walking across to me and put his hands up in mine, and he looked like he had a little, like a little mustache of buttermilk or chocolate milk on his lips like this. He said, Brother Branham, I'm perfectly whole. And so I, I come to out of the vision because it was early in the morning and somebody was knocking at the door. And when it was, this man horn, Miss Branham, is Brother Branham here? And I, Mother, she didn't, couldn't wake up, and I was kind of coming out of it, you know, and I was sitting there, and, and I heard her say, No, and I said, Yes. She said, Someone at the door. Now I went to the door and opened up, and it was Mr. Hamill. He said, Hello, Billy, and I said, oh, Hello there, John. I said, I haven't seen you for so long. I said, Come in. And he sat down, and I kept rubbing my face, because my face gets real numb when those things happen. And some people's asking, they got a letter, they say, Make sure you always rubbing your face. It feels numb. It feels real thick. And so I, I was sitting there rubbing my face, and this been about 16 years ago, I guess. And so he said, uh, well, look, Billy, he said, the first thing I want to say is that I'm sorry that I did what I have. And I said, what's the matter, Mr. Himmel? And he said, you remember over on the banks of the river that day when you were cutting corn down on the bottom and we were there fishing and you talked to us about the Lord Jesus Christ? I said, yes. And you tucked me with your overalls on, me and my family went out the river and baptized us. I said, yep. Done it at things many times. When I was game warden, walk around in my uniform on the water and baptize and get up and draw off a little bit and run around and get in my car and take off again on patrol. See, don't matter you have to have so much pot and stuff and when a believer's ready, baptize him. It's time to be baptized. Oh, ain't no ritualistic affair anyhow. It's he that believeth and is baptized. He said, well, Brother Branham, he said, I had two little children, I had two little boys. And I said, that, yes, I remember, then four, five, six years before. He said, well, I'm sorry I cut the road this long. He said, I've been working up here in one of these powder plants that I killed a man. And he said, I hit him with a hammer. We was in a fight. And he hit me first, and he was going to kick me into a big vat there where they had some of that boiling cottons or what it was. And, said, and he hit me, and I grabbed the hammer and hit the man, and he killed him. He said, I, I served the year part because it was self-defense. He said, I come home, instead of going to God, I started drinking and doing wrong. He said, I lost my oldest child. He said, Brother Brand, said, just an hour ago, the doctor here of the city, Dr. Bruner, just left my house. My other little boy is dying with pneumonia. He said, doctor says he can't make it till daylight. He said, I thought I'd come ask you if you'd forgive me for what I'd done and would come and ask prayer for my baby. Well, I said, sure, brother. I said, he said, I'm going down to get my cousin, which afterwards become one of my associates, Grim Snelling. He said, he's a Christian. I thought we'd all get to pray. Mother, come in. I said, I'll make ready. You come on back and pick me up. Mother made ready. 
uh, I made myself ready, rather than went out, and Mother said, Billy, what was the matter? I said, you know, I said, Mother, it's a vision. I said, this man's got a little boy. I believe it's going to be healed. She didn't know him. And I said, well, I believe he's going to be healed this morning. And she said, you're, going, uh, you're not going now? And I said, yes, I'm leaving now. He's coming back at me. A few moments he picked me up. We started up the road, and he said, going along up over the old shipyard over on the side of the river going up. And I said, uh, Mr. Hamill, I said, uh, you, wh- where do you live at? He said, uh, I live in above Utica, up in the country. I said, I haven't heard from you for years. I said, don't you live in a little long, like a shotgun house like that? He said, yes. And I said, you come up through a little gate like this and go up some rocks up in the big sycamore tree standing? He said, yes. I said, you got, you got red paper on the walls? He said, that's right. And I said, your little boy is laying in a bed at the right-hand side of the door when you go in. Little iron poster bed? He said, was you ever there? And I said, yes, sir. He said, well, when was you, Billy? He said, I've only been living there about two weeks. He said, we come down from Ohio. And I said, I was there about an hour and a half ago. And he said, well, Billy, I, I, I don't understand. I said, don't your little boy wear a pair of blue corduroy overalls? He said, he has them on now. I said, that's what I thought. Now I said, isn't your wife kind of a black-headed woman, kind of thin? He said, yes. So said, when you was at my house, I, I said, yes, Mr. Hamill. I was at your house an hour, an hour and a half ago, and vision or some kind of a spirit that take me up there. I said, the Lord's going to heal your baby. And he pulled the brake up on that old model A Ford, fell over his wheel and screamed out with his hands up, said, God, be merciful to me. I'll serve you, God. There I put my arms around him and led him back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Two years ago, I was in Florida. I heard someone, I I always call him, we worked a little bit together. We call him Sir John. <laughs> Over there on the side of the street and by the post office, and I pulled in. He's living down there now. So we went up to the house. I'll show you just how perfect it is. Now, and I've seen in the, the vision, a scene, before the baby was given into my hands, the little mother was leaning against the wall like this, and an elderly lady, now there's a red duopole suit sitting in the room also, and an old lady come in from the door that way and was wiping her glasses, sitting in this chair over on this side, and a young blonde-headed boy, young man, was sitting on the duopole here that looked out the window. So when I walked in, of course, not knowing about it then, how to take it, or what it was, because I didn't know what it was. And so I walked into the room, and as I got in there, I looked nearly, that little boy laying there, and a mother with this here stuck over his nose, you know, kind of crying and going on, he's just barely living. I seen what the vision was. The pneumonia had choked him all out, but here he's going, little bitty fella. I seen that little brown hair, just the boy. I said, bring him here, Mr. Hamill. You'll see the glory of God. So the little boy, a man picked up the little boy in his arms, excitable, and ran him over to me. Watch how I moved there. See? I didn't come with provided approach. See? I said, bring him here. And I got him myself, because I seen the vision is going to make him well, but you have to come God's approach. And he brought him over there, and I laid my hands on him, and I said, God, I pray that you make this little fellow well. You said you'd do it. And the little fellow gapped three or four times and passed completely out. Looked at me, my mother began to scream, Oh, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. And I thought, Well, what's happened? 
Oh, I thought, my, there it is. Oh, here's Grim Snelling standing here. He's the blonde head. There's supposed to be sitting over there with curly hair, but there's supposed to be an old woman sitting in this chair here. That was the furniture, I think, but it wasn't right. I didn't come the right approach. And that woman wasn't supposed to be standing there by her husband. She was supposed to be leaning against the door. Uh, oh, God, I killed a baby. I, oh, my. And the father laid the baby down. She started screaming and crying and everything. I just stood there. I thought, oh, my. What have I done? What have I done? And I waited just a little while, and the baby, oh, just barely living, got worse right now. And I thought, oh, if I kill that baby, oh, if I not kill it myself, but then the cause, if I obeyed what he told me to do, but I just let it, and that's true, folks, God in heaven knows it's true, here before this Bible. And I thought, well, now, I walked over and sat down there, and it come daylight, sat there about an hour, and it come daylight, Mr. Snelling said, well, I've got to go to work, he said. I, I thought, oh my, if they take him, that's the blonde-headed man that was sitting on that duo fall. Uh, uh, if it does, the whole vision's ruined. Now, I spoiled the whole picture. Me sitting there, oh, I, my heart was bleeding in me. They'd say something to me, I wouldn't even answer. I just sat there. I couldn't tell them because I thought maybe God in some way would rectify it and fix the picture again. So I just sat there, just, just looking, and he said, Brother Branham, uh, um, do you want to pray again for the baby? I said, thanks. I said, oh, where's that old woman? And, oh. now, and Brother Graham went and put on his coat. John said, Brother Branham, do you want to go back to Jeffersonville with us? I said, no, thanks. I had to stay there. I thought, it'll be night before, and that baby can't. I don't see how I can make another hour. And there it was in that condition, daylight coming, and usually, you know what? Sick people ride about to break a day. So, oh, here it is. My, what I've done. And the first thing, Mr. Snelling put on his coat and started to go out. Mr. Himmel told his wife, said, well, goodbye, honey. Said, I'll be back as soon as I take Grim on down so he can go to work. And said, uh, working at one of those plants, he said, I'll, I'll be back after a while. And I'm not going to work this morning. And um, she said, all right, dear. And I was sitting there. I thought, oh. And I happened to look up out the window. And here comes the baby's grandmother walking with a little satchel in her hand with a pair of glasses on, too, gray-headed, walking around, going into the back. Now, every time she witnessed before, she always come to the front door, but she went back to the little kitchen to come in. And I thought, oh, that's her? That's the woman? I didn't know it was the grandmother of the child, then, but I know it was the woman who's in the vision. And so, here she come walking out. I thought, here it is, here it is. The grace of God's going over right. I thought in my heart, you know, I'd stand there watching the old woman, and she come around and went in the back door. And uh, when she opened the door, I said, who is that? And Brother Graham was standing at the door, him and Mr. Hamill fixing to go out. So the mother went to open the kitchen door to look into the kitchen, and the, the mother, the baby, the young woman, looked out there, and, here, and he said, oh, it's mother. And John and Graham just turned around. And when they did, I raised up, and why I sat, because Graham was supposed to be sitting there. So I, I raised up, looked back, and the mother comes, she said, call the baby by name. She said, is the baby still living? Is it better? And the wife said, no, this is about dead, mother. And she put her hands up on the wall and started crying like that. She was just boo-hooing against the door like that. Kissed her mother. And the old woman, I thought, where are you going? Watch her. And she went over and sat down in that chair and took off those glasses because coming out of the cold weather and frosted on the outside and was rubbing her glasses. I thought, perfect. If Brother Graham would just go sit down on that. And Brother Graham, being in relation to him, started crying because the young woman was crying and went and sat down in the same place. Oh, my. That's right. I said that. I said, Mr. Hamill, will you forgive me? He said, what? 
I said, do you still have confidence? He said, yes, Billy, why? I said, I spoke out a term a while ago. I said, I'm sorry and I'm repenting before God. That's the reason I haven't said nothing for these two hours or more. I didn't wait for the vision. Brother Grimm raised up or the, what was revealed to me. He said, well, what, what do you mean? I said, everything's in order. If you still believe me, bring the baby here now. And the father picked up the baby, walked over there. I said, Heavenly Father, forgive me for my stupidity, for my error. Now fulfill what you said you would do. Laid my hands on the baby. It threw its arms around its daddy's neck. said, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And everybody again screaming and shouting. They thought they had a Salvation Army up there on that hillside. Then when, when the little baby, after, after a few minutes, I said, Now let us go. said, Brother Bill, is my baby well? I said, According to what was showed me, the baby come out of the corner and it twisted three times. One on this leg this way and one on this leg back this way. Then its body untwisted. Three steps, meaning three days. I said, for what told me, three days, this baby will be normal and well. So they laid back on the bed and it was talking to its daddy. Couldn't even breathe hardly before. We went, got the car, went home. I told the church that Wednesday night. And I said, how many wants to go up? Day after the, tomorrow night, and watch when I go out the door and see if that little baby, they know nothing about it up the home now. I said, see if that little baby don't come to me and put its hands in mine and say, Brother Bill, I'm perfectly whole and have milk on its mouth. I said, see if it don't. <laughs> and a whole truckload went up. And they gathered around the windows, and now I got out of the truck, went and knocked on the door. There's four people, no rug on the floor. The rope began to fall across there, and the children... A child was playing on the floor with another little kid which had come up to visit from a neighbor, a little girl. And when I knocked on the door, Mita, my wife, which now is, we wasn't married yet, she was standing close to me, three or four people. And Miss Himmel said, oh, it's Brother Bill. She said, come in, Brother Bill, I want to show you something. I looked at them like that. We walked into the room, and when we stood there, the little boy was playing with some blocks over the corner, raised up and looked at me, been drinking milk, and had the little mustache across his mouth, walked over, took a hold of my hand, and said, Brother Bill, I'm perfectly whole now. What is it? Three days nursing on El Shia, God's divine promise, coming God's divine approach. He has an approach. Do you believe it? Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank Thee today. Oh, our hearts burn because we still have the divine approach. We have every article of the Bible, vivid evidence right here now, all-sufficient God to provide everything that we have need of. And God, today, I approach now through the all-supreme sacrifice for the law having a shadow of good things to come, the burnt offerings, just the shadow, as Job comes through the shadow. But not the very image of the thing can never make the comer unto perfect. But this man, Christ, died once for all and settled it forever. God, one and only approach to himself, to Jesus Christ his Son through the shed blood, through the wooing of the Holy Spirit, uh, ask today that this road be open to every person in divine presence. Grant it, Lord. The night's coming on. Healing service is coming. 
Father, just now, if there be any here that's wayward and indifferent, doesn't know yet, doesn't know just how to come, maybe they've just went along and never tried really to come and get born again and then approach you. They're trying to approach you on the outside. May they come in through Christ just now. Come to the breast of the El Shariah, which was wounded for our transgressions. And then in return tonight, lay their head over on the bosom of the Mother God. The only one that could give us birth rightly is God, our Mother and our Father and our, our Redeemer, our loved one, oh, all in all. God grant it just now, sweetly, while the music's playing, may every wayward soul just now come to the entrance of the gate of the paradise of God and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, just now, or a backslider, or I come thy provided way through the Lord Jesus, accept me, Father, while we have our heads bowed. I wonder if there'd be one, two... How many, anywhere in the building, raise up your hand and say, Brother Branham, I've been just a little dilatory, kind of jumping around, kind of hoping to come to God through some kind of an experience, or maybe because I had a feeling, seen lights, or... But just now I'm laying all that aside. I'm coming God's way. I'm coming by the way of the cross just now. I raise my hand to Almighty God and say, God, be merciful to me. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, 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 God bless you. Keep praying everywhere. God bless you, God bless you, 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 oh my. Up in the balcony, somewhere up there, somebody say, Brother Brown, just now, by faith, I've moved up to the door. I see it. I see that none of my ways could do. My own thoughts is no good. My own thoughts about divine healing is no good. I'm trying to beat against the iron wall. The more I come, the more I beat, the worse I get. I can't get no word, Brother Branham. So I'm going to accept what you said just now. I'm coming God's provided way. I'm coming just as simply, unconsciously to the, any surroundings around me. I'm coming to the Lord Jesus by the way of the cross and accepting him as the strong one, as the El Shaddai. God bless you, Dad. Oh, gray-headed man with his hand up feebly shaking, wants to be remembered. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, look at them. Dozen or more hands around, maybe two dozen. Raise their hand. Some old fellows, poor brothers, wandered along, maybe joining church or trying to do good. That was all fine, Father. You've seen them when they went up to the church and put their name at the church. You've seen them, Father, when they've done those good deeds to the people, give their substance, fed the widows, haul the coal for the poor old woman didn't have any, chop the wood for the neighbor, help that man out on the side road, put the nickel in the, the parking meter to keep the cop from giving their brother a ticket, maybe a man they'd never seen, but they just passed by and felt sorry for him. That was good. You've seen it, Lord. You love them for it, and now you've spoke to their heart, and they want to come through thy provided way now, not by what they've done, but by surrendering their own will to thine and receiving thee as their Savior. Just now receive them, Father, 
Father, we ask in Jesus' name, with your heads bowed and in prayer, if you will, I'm going to ask Brother Joseph if he'll come and finish the altar call while I swip to pray, get ready for the healing service. I want everyone that raised their hand to come here and personally pray to the Lord Jesus. While the music is playing, you in prayer, God be with you till I see you tonight. All right. Come here, please. Now, I want to ask you, your sins of woman, uh, standing here again tonight, I believe it was a few nights ago, the same thing. The lady is a, a colored woman, and she, from her beginning, her state, she's an Ethiopian, and I'm an Anglo-Saxon, of the white race. The same thing taking place at Samaria when Jesus met the Samaritan woman. And she said, it's not customary for you to have any dealings with us, because we had a, a racial affair in that day. But Jesus plainly let her know that there was no difference in people. That's right. For man neither worshiped in this mountain or at Jerusalem, he said. But the man worshiped God in spirit and truth, and the Father seeketh such to do so. See? Spirit and truth. Now, but this is an example. Here's a woman, I suppose we're strangers to each other, don't know one another, but God knows both of us. And he knows her as Ethiopian, he knows me as Anglo-Saxon, and we're both of the same blood. God made of one nation, one man, blood, every human being has the same kind of blood. Can give the, the Chinese, the Japanese, the yellow, the brown, the black, the white, they're all the same blood. It's the color of the skin. So Jesus Christ died for both of us. We stand here tonight, her Christian, I know she's a Christian. Cause how do I know that? Just the same way that Jesus knows that Philip was a a believer. See? He said, Behold, it is a right in whom there is no die. Honest and truthful. I never seen her before, so how do I know she's a Christian? Because moving in is a welcome spirit. <laughs> See? She's a Christian. She believes. Now, she's here for some purpose. God knows that. I don't. But if he reveals it, then Christianity of AD 33 is an operation in 1955. Is that right? Then Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, isn't he? As with the apostles. God bless you now. While we pray, and I talk to the lady just a few moments. Now, when I'm speaking to you uh, in the prayer line, now if you're standing there without sufficient faith, if you're there just a little skeptical, I don't know. But uh, I'll tell you, if you are, as in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you firmly don't believe this to be of God, step out of the line. Because you'll probably get in more trouble than you are where you're standing there. Just remember that. Because your prayer card brings you here. See? That gives you a right to come here. But out yonder, that's his selection. It's the people out there without prayer cards. That's what he selects. This is the people that were just called by number. So I won't know who you are and what you're coming here for. But when he shows visas out there, it'll be someone that he wants to know something about. If he to say something. The Lord bless you. Now, lady, as a believer with you in the Lord Jesus and his great love and omnipotence, and I'm just, you say, Brother Bram, why are you, I'm just talking to you, just 
This is like tuning an instrument. See? I know that you're a believer. I know that because your spirit feels welcome. But now there's something that you've got on your mind, something that you want done or a favor you want to ask God or something. And now to do that, I don't know. So it's just like tuning an instrument. If you don't understand, you tune it and tighten it, loose it until it tunes right in. Then you've got to melody, you know, to make your melody the same way. And that's the reason I talk to the people just first. And these here, there's so many out there that's pulling through the balcony and everywhere, just a weakening process constantly, all the time. It's people. They're faith. See? But then, if I'd look out there first, I wouldn't know where it was. I know it's all out through the audience, but I don't know who it is. But if I can get two or three here till I can get in harmony with the divine will of God and the leading of the Holy Spirit, then it'll move to the audience. See what I mean, Christian? No, that's it. But, of course, you have eye trouble. You've got glasses on. And not only for your glasses, but you've got bad eye trouble. It's bothering you recently more than ever. That's right. It's your eyes. If you're here wanting prayer for your eyes, or they seemingly like that they're, they're going out. But you've come to ask me to pray for you that God would spare that, or uh, know that to be the truth. And then you, let me have your hand just a moment. Yes, you've got a disease, not exactly a disease, but it's a growth, and it's a tumor. And that tumor is on the breast, and it's on your left breast. That's right. Hmm. Now, do you believe that this is the faith that was once delivered to the saints? Do you believe that's the same spirit that said to the to the woman at the well, you have five husbands? He knows you had your disease and what your trouble was, doesn't he? Now do you believe? Come here just a minute. Dear God in heaven, praying that your spirit rest upon our sister and may she go and be made well. For your blessings being here, your spirit, and uh, your anointing upon your servant. I'll lay hands on at your command and say to the demon that's tormenting her, leave her in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, lady. Now, would you come? I suppose that we be strangers ourselves to each other. You believe on the Lord Jesus with all your heart? There was a great pull that come from the lady that just passed. The reason of it, she had tumor and you have too. That's what it is. You have a tumor. And that demon that just went out of her was screaming to this one. <laughs> That's true. It's tumor what you want to be prayed for. Now, if I should talk to you in that, God would reveal other things. But do you believe now if I pray that, that it would uh, take place, that you'd be healed? You do. I tell you, you've got somebody else you won't pray for, or it keeps rolling over your mind. You was wondering, I'm not reading your mind, but you were wondering if I was going to pass that request. Isn't that right? I'm not reading your mind. That's true. It's your daughter. Isn't that right? And she's suffering with a, a mental condition. She isn't here in the building with you tonight, but you want her to be healed, don't you? 
Now you feel something all over you, don't you? Yes, that's right. Just wave your hand. That's the angel of the Lord. Do you believe it now, sister? May your faith reach up now and it be over. Father, I lay my hands upon her in the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus, and ask that this be the cure in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. God bless my sister. Now, that ought to convince anybody in here Jesus Christ raised from the dead. Is that true? Sure it is. All right, bring Oh, how lovely it is to trust the Lord Jesus. Now, you see, really, now what the Holy Spirit would want me to do right now, see, right now, if I follow the perfect divine leading of the Holy Spirit, it would be a committal right now, see. But may God share grace just a little longer. See, this is the last night we got so many lined up. May God grant it. But right now, I just feel like something's going... Just a calling over the audience, calling, calling. Oh, I pray God open your eyes tonight, like the servant. I, I am not a hypocrite. I am your brother. Pray and believe. Have faith in God, you people out there. How do you do, sir? You believe with all your heart that the gospel that I am trying to preach of the Lord Jesus is the truth, sir? You do. You know it is. That's the way to say it. See? For by your words you're condemned. Or by your words you're, you're saved. When you believe on the Lord Jesus, testify of him before man, he'll confess you before the Father and the Holy Angel. We're strangers to each other. I don't know you. You don't know me. We've never met in life. But God knows you since you were born, knows me since I was born. And our eternal destination lays within his hand. If he then will come and let me know what you're here for, or something, just anything he desires to say, something that you know I know nothing about, will it make you believe with all your heart? Your trouble's in your chest. That's right. And here's the reason it's in there. You're a smoker. You smoke cigarettes, and that's exactly what they call your chest being there. Not only that, but I see you trying to give them up. You're trying to get rid of it. And it seems like the thing's got such a hold on you till you can. But your hopes is built that now it'll leave. You won't be deceived. You'll get what you ask for. Now go on your road. You're finished with cigarettes. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the devil moved from the man. How do you do, ladies? Suppose we're strangers to each other also, aren't we? We don't know each other. Jesus knows us both, doesn't he? It was the music of the organ. Jesus comes. That's all. 
The tempter's power is broken. Sure enough, that's right. His power is broken. Ladies, look this way. You are here for a condition. It's a growth. And it's on your arm, I believe. Is that right? The swelling. It's on your right arm. Right beneath the arm, in the pit of the arm. It's a growth of swelling condition. Isn't that right? That is true. You believe Jesus makes you well now? God bless you. Go in. In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, we cast out the evil from our sister. Amen. That sounds very simple, and it is, but the power of God does it. Come with you, lady. Suppose that we are strangers, wandering in the other. We don't know each other. Jesus knows us both, doesn't he? He knows both of us. Of course, you even look a Christian, lady, to look at you, and your spirit is welcome to know that you're a Christian. You haven't had a flower bed of ease either in life. I see a dark street, the trail, just as it moves in the spirit. You're here for me to pray for you, for you've got a growth, too. And that growth is on the foot. It's on the left foot. Isn't that right? The truth? You got a love on her friend that you want me to pray for, too. <laughs> you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? But I, I, that's who you're thinking about. And that person has had a stroke. It's had two strokes. Two strokes. And another thing about the person, it's not a Christian. Isn't that true? Now you're healed. You go lay that handkerchief on your person. And pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. You believe with all your heart. Just a moment, lady. That's all right. Go ahead. Just go ahead. There's a vision moving in the corner. I see some black hills and waving timbers. And it's, um, I believe I recognize the place. It's, uh, it's, I believe, Pineville, Kentucky. And there's a lady, you're for your sister at Pineville, Kentucky, who's, you don't have, you have a prayer card, lady? You don't have a prayer card? You don't have a prayer card. Okay, that's all right. Your sister suffers with TB at Pineville, Kentucky. Isn't that the truth? All right, God grant you your request. God bless you. Your faith has did it. See, friends, you don't have to have prayer cards. You have to have faith. That's what operates the gift of God, not a prayer card, your faith. That's what operates God's great, tremendous gift. Have faith in Him. Don't doubt Him. Believe Him with all your heart. Praise 
be to God. You're standing for somebody, too. And they're away from here. And I said, turn around. It's way down in the south. It's Atlanta, Georgia. Is that right? And it's a loved one. And it's a, a young fellow, a young folk, and it's a, a polio case. And I see them either calling or sending me a message to come pray for the person. Isn't that right? Take that handkerchief to them, and it'll do the same thing. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be it so. Amen. God bless you. Have faith. You believe God make you well? Why do you say if I told you he would be sitting here in a chair? You believe it, Mr. Payne? You believe it? You wonder how I know your name, didn't you? You live at 428 South Utica Street over in Illinois. You're at Waukegan, Illinois. Go home. You've got your request. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the great Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He that was, which is, and shall come, the root and offspring of David, the morning star, the avenue, the gate, the God-provided lamb, the Jehovah Jireh, Manasseh, Jehovah, all the redemption and all the blessings and all the power within him and in reach of every believer here tonight. Amen. How do you do, ladies? You believe me to be his servant with all your heart? You suffer with the condition of the artery, the hardening of the artery. You believe that Jesus will heal you, and you're packing a handkerchief in your hand to give to me, to go on your husband, which has arthritis, and he's in Michigan. Isn't that right? Take it to him. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's say praise the Lord. If you can believe, you believe God heals you, that thing, no brother? But it's going off the platform. Say, thank the Lord. Let's say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Have faith in God. That lady sitting right there with a little hat on, colored lady looking towards me, suffering with chest trouble. You believe Jesus heals you sitting right over there, lady? If you believe it, well, you can have it. But yes, yeah, you have turned your head and looked the other way there, just saying, there it is, just holding your chest, something is wrong. If you believe Jesus Christ heals you, you may have walked your ass for God bless you. All right, go and receive it. seen another colored lady up here just at the same time, just a minute, but it was something different. May the Lord Jesus, ever who you are out there, without a prayer card now, start looking this way, believing. I've seen a colored lady doing something, but it was a different kind of an examination from what was given to Here she is, the fallen colon, a colon condition, sitting right there. Isn't that right? Raise your hand if that's right. God bless you. Go and be well now in the name of the Lord Jesus. What more should you have to have to believe? Ladies, 
You're nervous, aren't you? Upset because you have a female trouble, a lady's trouble. It's a little offer on the female saloon. That's on your road, your heel. Jesus Christ, you your way. Have faith in time. Are you believing with all your heart? Oh, wonderful! Don't think I'm beside myself. I'm not. Now, be reverent. I see someone. I believe it's this man sitting right here. He's praying about, he, he's got a boy he's praying for that had a cataract operation on the eye. God bless you, brother. Go on your road. You're healed also. So may the Lord Jesus be with you. Amen. Have faith. Don't doubt. Believe what God said is true, and that's all you have to do. You believe God will heal you that rupture sitting right there? Huh? You believe he does? All right. Go on your own rejoice. There's a gentleman there. Believe with all your heart. Go on rejoice. Here's one sitting right here. got a double rupture sitting right down here. You believe God's going to heal you that double rupture? Huh? If you believe it, you can take faith and believe with all your heart. You can have it. How did you, sister? Yes, many things wrong with you. One of your great things you want me to pray for is for that stiffness, that arthritis that's bothering you. Isn't that right? You believe you have it now? You think your faith is sufficient? You want me to lay my hands on you, of course. I'm going to do that as you pass by. So come on. Father, let thy spirit come upon my sister. May this stiffness spirit that would cause her bones to run together I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. May she go and be made well. Amen. God bless you, lady. Have faith. Believe with all your heart. Weakness and nervous heart bothering you. You believe Jesus Christ will make you well? He has made you well. Turns right around you. Go on your own and be happy. For you are healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come, lady. Do you believe with all your heart? You want to go eat your supper? Enjoy your food again. That will stomach trouble be gone from you. Or go on and eat your supper. Just rejoice in the name of the Lord Jesus. Have faith. Young lady, you're very young to have female trouble that you have. But do you believe that Jesus Christ is going to heal you of it? I'd like to talk to you. Wait for the microphones a minute, can I? something you couldn't say before the public, the young lady knows. Only God alone seen this happen. The young lady that was just up here and healed just then, is that right? Raise your hand. Only God alone. Yes. What I told you there. Is that right? Just God alone. Well, could have knew it. Oh, you did if you believe it. If you have faith. Come, lady. 
My, it would be good to get over that old diabetes and be well again, wouldn't it? You believe you are going to be well? In the name of Jesus, God's Son, I ask for your healing. Go now. In Jesus Christ's name, to be made well. My brother, would you obey me as God's prophet? If you will, it's your only hope of ever getting over arthritis. Just walk off the platform like he's a young man say, I refuse to have it in this song. I've been standing in the presence of his majesty, Jesus Christ. God bless you. Go on your platform. Walk there now, walk in. There you go. God bless you. Just on my life. You be with Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. All right. Come. You believe? Now, just a moment, there's something dark hanging at the lady. Real dark circling her. Oh, God, be merciful. What's the cancer? All right. Do you believe God can heal you of it now? He is the healer, isn't he? You believe with all your heart? When the angel of the Lord met me, he designated cancer to be healed. Come here. Almighty God, this poor woman, knowing this condition exists in her body, I now ask, Lord, that my faith join with hers, and great angel of God, who met me that night, and designated and said, not even cancer will stand if you'll be sincere get the people to believe. And Father, with all my heart, I believe that you'll hear her, and I say to the devil, leave her in Jesus' name, and I'll come. God bless you. Go believing with all your heart now. You want to get over the high blood pressure, lady? Say that. You've been healed for about ten minutes. Say <laughs> that. Amen. I want you to do me a favor. Will you do it now? Your daughter's in the hospital. Sitting there next to her. That's right. Lay your hand over on him, will you? Father, grant the deliverance of her. Through Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Don't worry, brother. Don't be sure of heart trouble. Go on your road rejoicing, Jesus. Have faith in God. Believe with all your heart. Don't move now. If you go moving around, you're going to have to close the service here. Because it's upsetting. You got trouble in your side sitting out there, that second person sitting in, in, in there. Don't you, lady? You was healed just then, of it. Stand up and just say, Praise the Lord for your healing. God bless you. Queen, come. Come. Have faith, don't doubt. Believe. If you believe, you can have what you ask for. How do they do? I suppose we're strangers to each other, brother. You Christian, believer? I see you all. You've got a request to ask me, sir. Ask for a loved one, which is your father. He's got a stroke. He's had two strokes. And you yourself have diabetes. And you're one. You're a doctor. Hallelujah. That's right. In your practice, you pray for the sick. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, grant our brother his request. Amen. God bless you, brother. Have faith. Do you believe? You believe for your eyes, honey? Do you believe Jesus will make you well? So there he is. I don't believe I can go much farther, friends. I'm just about. It looks like you're just, you're just swelling away now. Believe me, you're just now. Every one of you has faced just now. Put your hands over on one another. Let me make a committal for her. Come here, Brother Wilson. Somebody put your hands on each other. Get me some water. Put your hands on each other everywhere. Merciful God, as my strength is fleeting, oh God, be merciful, Father, with a prayer of faith, with all my heart, I can hear six diseased persons body here and ask that you, the Holy Ghost, will represent to them. The power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and heal him. Satan, you're defeated. You're no longer holding the people. You're exposed. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out of every person here. That's right. Hallelujah.